96 Bitter Beings is a band that features the great Darren Miller, formerly of CKY. But what will this new band sound like? That's the big question, isn't it? I got news for you. Sounds pretty much like what you think it would. It sounds like CKY. We will chat with Darren next, right here on Chris Aiken Presents. Chris Aiken presents and I of course am Chris Aiken and I've got to tell you guys I could not be more excited to as I was telling him to reacquaint after a long long time since we saw each other last like 20 plus years but uh 23 years long time man but I I'm super happy to to be talking to Darren Miller uh about this um this brand new release and somewhat new band, probably new to some people anyway, it's, although it's been around for some years. Uh, the band is 96 Bitter Beings. The um, They have a new release that is coming out on November the 4th called Synergy Restored. It is fantastic. I'm just going to tell anybody that was a, C- a CKY fan, they will still be a fan of 96 Bitter Beings. It is a fantastic record. And to talk all about it is the man himself. It is Darren Miller. Darren, how are you, man? I'm doing great. I'm fantastic. Excellent, man. Well, I'm fantastic hearing this record, man. I'm just going to tell you, talk about just picking up where you left off and just going right down the right down the road. This is excellent stuff, man. Thank you so much. man. We worked so hard on it. I mean, this record, the first record and this record, our first album was called Campaign. And we started working on them both at the same time, 2016. And um, we've we've been dying to get it out, but that, you know, it was just about to happen until the pandemic kicked in and then it just delayed everything. And it was so frustrating, but it's, it's awesome to finally have a release date and singles out and, and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, we seem to be getting really good response on it. So that makes us incredibly happy. Certainly. Certainly. Well, well, dude, t- talk a little bit about this this journey from CKY, which you know, I'll just tell you my stance, which means nothing, but it ain't CKY without you in it. You know, I mean, that's just it. You wrote most of the stuff. You, uh, you know, you were the guy, and and now I think hearing ninety six bitter beings, the the only difference that I hear personally, and I mean, it's probably the slightest bit of a difference is. Uh-huh there's somewhat more aggressive 
attacking in the songs where a lot of the CKY stuff kind of like grooved you into it a little bit. This mm-hmm. stuff is just like, boom, right in your face, right from the, from the word go. But other than that, it sounds just like what, what I was expecting. I know. And that's, that's really important. That was really important to me is to uh, let people know that, that, you know, that sound isn't gone forever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wasn't really uh, aware of what they were doing after I, I stopped playing with them, but I just, you know, a lot of fans were disappointed that they're like, where is that sound, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I had taken some time off. I had done some other projects and, and all that. And then I just got really re-obsessed with uh, what it is that I, that I do. And I decided, Hey, I'm going to take, I'm going to pick up, like you said, exactly where I started from. And I had to find uh, really good guys, really talented guys. And, and this is the beginning of a whole new, a whole new journey, a whole new career. And um, it's been going so well. So we've done two headline tours. We've had amazing feedback. Like you said, you, you heard the album and, um, and love it. And that's, that's pretty much the consensus for the few people that have heard it. They're just blown away by it. And I, I'm really happy about that because never have, you know, I ever, you know, worked on an album where people were immediately, you know, stoked to hear it. Usually it's like, it's cool, man. You know, I'll give it a few more spins, you know, and, and, and now that it's, it's, you know, now that people are hearing it and they're immediately getting, it just makes me feel like, Oh, okay. must be improving on, on how easy it is to, to digest the songs right away. So that's not always easy. It's really hard to do that. So we just worked on it for so long, 2016, you know, and up until we handed it in and in like, Three or four months ago, I was still working on it. So, <laughs> it's six years in the making, and it's um, we're really proud of it. Right, right. now, now when you and I know I'm going back a few years, but when you were putting this band together, like you said, it was it was of the utmost importance to have. I'm going to assume not only great players, but better players than you had played with better. before, because you kind of have to make that statement. So what was the process that you took into bringing people in? I mean, obviously with CKY sort of falling apart, Mm -hmm. a big part of it had to be chemistry outside of playing guitar and making music. It had to be, am I going to get along with this guy? Is this not going to turn ugly? So how did you go about putting the band together, not only musically, but as a collection of guys? Well, you know, it's funny because every time I try to put a, put a band together, it just it just works out. I can't really explain it. It's like somebody refers me to somebody else, and then that person refers me to somebody else, and somehow I end up talking. I mean, a lot of people get in touch, and you know, they're like, "Oh, you know, I play guitar. You know, I could be in the band, but they're from Montana or something." Right. So it, I'm in LA, so you know, people refer me to other people and say, "You're gonna you're gonna love this guy, and he's looking for a band," and then. I get together and then we talk about it and then we start to play and it, it starts to work and it just falls into place. But like you said, the the hardest part is, you know, are they going to pe- be professional? Are they in it for the long haul? Are they going to be able to deal with me? You know, right. Right. <laughs> it's, and it, you really don't find that out until you spend enough time together. And, um, we uh, our drummer was having surgery and we needed to find a replacement 
And I had, I must have met with three or four drummers trying to find somebody that I thought was going to be able to handle, you know, all the aspects of being on the road, you know, and being professional and, and not knowing them, not knowing the people personally is, is so risky. So I ended up getting Matthew, Matty Janitis, who was in CKY with me to come out from Finland and play the drums because he is used to, used to me. And, right, um, right. you know, we've known each other forever. So I knew that I could count on him and we could count on each other. So it worked out perfectly. And now he's the uh, bass player. Okay. Okay. Well, well, the one thing that is surprise, if there is a surprise to me on this thing is that is the the label itself that you signed with nuclear blast and not because mm -hmm. they're not a great label or anything they obviously are but they oh, yeah. certainly don't feature what you do normally you know normally it's it's broad deathy type stuff and right and then here you come and it's like, so how did that how did that work out to where you signed with them well i had a history with them i i did an album with that was ah oh. a band called world under blood but they actually do they have started getting more into into doing more heavier rock bands okay there's a few rock bands on there of course they had graveyard um you know they had scorpion child they they they've definitely worked with with rock bands before so i think that it was um completely a wise choice to go with them because i know a lot of the people there and sure. And I think that because maybe rock isn't completely their thing, that it would um, be important to them to, you know, try to get more in involved in doing the rock stuff. So I, t I feel totally, totally cool and comfortable with them. And um, it's, it's the best thing about signing with a label is knowing the people that, that are there, the people sure, that, sure. Are, that are working with you and, and you know, not afraid to call you up and say, "Yeah, what you know, what's this?" A lot of the people that are there now have been in 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 the industry for years, and uh, some of the people I worked with at Roadrunner, you know, uh, people from all all labels, so names that everybody in, that's interested in the, in the the underground and all that they they're recognizable names. So okay. it's uh, it's a good thing. You know, because a lot of metal bands, maybe yeah, too yeah. many. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are. And I guess probably the advantage that, that you have being there is that you won't get lost in the in the mix of, you know, 50 Dimmu Borgir type bands that, yeah. that would be there. You know, you you will you will kind of set your own own place on that label. Mm -hmm. And it's also all about, you know, um, the label does their jobs for, for their bands. But the most important thing to me isn't necessarily whether, you know, Oh, am I, am I afraid that this is a metal label dom predominantly, you know, or is the music going to do, do the, the talking, you know, right. I, I believe, and I've always believed in word of mouth. So I think that as long as the, the label can print up CDs and records and, and get the streaming and stuff out there, I'm not worried. I think that that um, like you said, the album is good enough that that once somebody hears it, you know, they tell other people and the word of mouth spreads it. And I know that it's a very old uh, idea that word of mouth gets anything out, you know, movies like Halloween and stuff that came out that had no 
promotion at all. Word of mouth, you know, got around and eventually that became a huge hit. I don't think that something like that couldn't happen today. I think that that's, that's possible. And I know that it works for quite a few bands. Right. Right. So, well, and you and you have a, a history, not only I mean, CKY did that. Let's be honest. That's that's what yeah. CKY did. And and honestly, you 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 proved that just not that long ago when you crowdfunded the the um, the previous release. Yeah. You know that. And that that just proves, if nothing else, that the fans are willing to they're willing to be the grassroots fans that support you as long as they can depend on what you're going to release. Right. I, and and it's very important me, for me to progress and get better so that I don't let them down. And like you yeah, what you said is is dead on. The, the fans that I've had for years and, and the newer ones and everybody that's finding out about what I used to do and I'm, and am now doing now are extremely supportive. Sure. And yeah. um, I think that has a lot to do with how important it is for for bands to have really close personal relationships with as many fans as as they as they possibly can and i think that that's something else that's missing from mm -hmm. uh, a lot of what's going on with with you know i don't know i don't want to name bands but it just seems like there doesn't seem to be much uh personal connections or mm -hmm. you know and and I wanted to I wanted to change that. There was a time where I stopped doing that, and and I regret it because it it being a kid, being twenty years old and in a big band, it's like that's not time to uh, be. You're not the most mature person that you're going to end up being, and you end up doing a lot of stupid stuff. So. I wanted to change that, and and this time around, now that I'm doing this again, which is the only thing I know how, I know how to do and want to do, I decided to clean up my act. You know, I decided to change everything that I think I did wrong in the past. So, I think that has a big uh, part in in where this band is going and where it's going to go in the future. Certainly. Well, well, Darren, let's let's talk about the new record. It is uh, it is called uh, Synergy Restored. It is like I said, it is fantastic, and we're making a lot of comparisons to the past. Yes, but but um, and and I think that's that's going to always happen. Hey, look, even if the band sounded a thousand percent different than the past, it's still going to be like this guy was in CKY, and this I is know. The, you know that's the deal. But for you as a musician, the guy that's the closest to it. It's easy for me to say, well, this sounds similar to that, but how is it different? How do you perceive it as different? How do you look at the songs and say, okay, this is the growth that maybe other people wouldn't see? Well, I know it might sound a little bit, uh, I don't know, I don't think arrogant is the word, but I don't have the obstacles that I had in the past. I okay. think that, that um, a lot of the decisions I made for the songs and the recording and all that, the rest of the band were pretty much... Um, cool with you know and i think i think it was about gaining experience for all of us and i had more of a hands-on approach to to this and working with um our guitar player ken who's also a genius at recording and engineering and mixing we work you know we work non-stop and there was an unlimited amount of time like i could go over there and and, and work with him anytime i wanted whereas before it was all scheduled out and inconvenient at times. And 
And just having learned so much from doing four or five or six albums in the past, it was just so much easier and more comfortable to get along with, with, with uh, Ken in the studio and just get what we needed to get done and, and come up with ideas that we didn't have to argue over or, and I just think that he's really good at getting um, clear, clearer sounds where I think some of the, some of the records in the past were a little bit muddy. Um, So we tried to mix it as clear and as even as possible. We wanted to get everything that we had recorded into the songs, but not as prominent or over, over exposed as they, as a lot of mixes were in the past. So I just think that everything improves. And okay. but yeah, but you're right. Yeah, I'm never going to get away from the CKY thing. And it's funny because a lot of people that talk to me think that I'm going to take offense to that. But I was in that band for 15 years. It's a sure. huge part of my life. So, and the sound is a huge part of my life. So mm-hmm. it's the only sound I can do. You know, I try to I try to write songs for other bands sometimes, and and um, I don't I can't escape you know the mm. that sound you know no matter how hard i try i and um i it's just me you know it's just sure. part of me the, the way i play the way i can come up with stuff the way it sounds the, the effects that i use and all that stuff so it's really important for me to improve and have everything sound better and correct the mistakes of the past Sure. Well, and not that I would say there was a lot of mistakes as a big CKY guy. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not looking at it saying, wow, you fixed a lot of broken shit. You know, I'm definitely not. It's more behind, it's more the behind the scenes stuff. It's more the stuff that were mistakes in the past that nobody saw, you know? Right. So musically, I, I wouldn't say there was too many mistakes. I mean, there's a lot of things if I listen to, and I don't listen to those old albums very much, but I, I know that there is some material on some of those records where I just kind of cringe, like, Oh, I could have done that better, you know, but we just didn't have the time. And, and, and this time we did. Sure. Now, now how do you feel with, with 96 bitter beings? Do you feel like in a way you you're starting over or do you think that, a, that the, the reputation that you have is enough that you kind of pick up mid career? I think it's a little bit of both. I'm starting. Okay. It is a start over because it's a new band. It's a new group of guys. Um, we've been together for a long time, but, you know, we worked to get to this point. And um, like I said, COVID was a huge knock knockout for everybody. But sure. for, for us, it was just so frustrating to watch two years go by and just waiting and waiting and waiting to, to find out what was going to go on. We didn't want to put it out during the pandemic because we wanted to go out and tour. So it was um, just frustrating. And I forgot your questions. (laughs) No, The question was, do you feel like you're starting over? Yeah. Right. Um, Yeah. And then in the, in the other, in the other sense, it's, it's just a continuation. You know, I took a break. I did some other projects. They were self-released. They did well. You know, it kept. I kept in touch with with fans and and people that you know used to be fans who were wondering whatever what the hell happened to Darren Miller. They came back, you know, and they're continuing to come back. And um, so, in a sense, it's it's a continuation. It's just these albums that we've done are exactly what I would have done if had I been still in CKY. Right. 
they Makes might sense. they just might not have sound as good. That's all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely. Well, well, Darren, I, I got to tell you, man, regardless of the records themselves, the the you don't at least with CKY and I'm assuming it's going to be the exact same with 96 bitter beings. You don't experience this band until you see it. It's just, that's just the way it is. You guys are a live band. You were a live band. I'm assuming you are a live band still. Oh yeah. So tighter talk, than ever. Okay. So, so talk about what that's going to be, what, what you'll be playing and what you're going to be, um, what people can expect when they see you. Well, we just completed a summer tour um, July 20th, August 21st and my god it was it was difficult in a good way it was such a challenge in so many ways that part of the challenge that that made everything difficult I can't even go through all the problems that we had we got really sick we lost a, a band member um it was just really 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 strangely difficult but that like I said, I enjoy the challenges. And, you know, there were many times during the tour where, you know, we were questioning whether we should e even keep going. Right. And because of how sick uh, I got and and how sick Ken got as well. And we we're like, no, you know what? We're going to prove that we can we can follow, take this to the end. And, you know, we were we, you know, we're in a van, five, five four of us, four or five of us in a van. Oh. Um I was sleeping in the van and I loved it. You know, I love sleeping in, the, in, in cars. Don't ask me why <laughs> hotel, hotel rooms scare the shit out of me. I don't know why something must've happened when I was a kid, but nothing makes me uncomfortable more than an, a hotel hotel room. Cause usually they have terrible cable, which I can't fall asleep without watching TV. Right. Right. And um, the bed is made and the sheets are crispy and the, and um, it just feels like you're at somebody else's house, you know. Right, somebody right. You don't know. I don't. There's a fear. There's a ho hotelophobia or something. I don't know what it is, but I, I can't do it. There's also the problem that they're going to wake you up at 10 a.m. and and say, "Wake up," you know, housekeeping, and that shit just scares the shit out of me. So, I uh, I you know I enjoy just staying in the in the van and sleeping on top of people's luggage, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know it saves it saves money and it saves uh time because we you know can travel more and um it, it's just so much more fun than it was being on a huge tour bus you know mm -hmm. with uh all of us using so many different substances and and arguing and and all that stuff so Right. On. You don't know. You don't know what you what you've got until it's gone, right? Right. Exactly. Well, uh, you know, with with the live shows, obviously, the, the I don't want to get into a real depressive topic, but the pandemic has really changed everything with it. You know, as far as go ahead. I'm sorry. I I have to I have to respond to that right away because it's okay. still having an effect. I mean, I oh, think yeah. that I think that even though it's over. The, the aftermath of that is is we're almost worse than than the pandemic was when we were touring the east coast and or the west coast I'm sorry with Portland and Seattle just how horrible those cities have become you know there's so many homeless and there's so many drug addicts and and um, and then on the east coast you see the same thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
in between, in the middle of America, it seems that everybody, you know, well, not everybody, but most people seem kind of bored. And I think that people don't know how to react after two years of not being able to do anything. So I'm just hoping that we can finally get back to a real, like, normal situation in this country. You know, it's really slow to come, though, because, like, I'll give you two quick examples. One that's a concert and one is just last weekend, you know. Uh, I'll start with the concert. I went. I went out eh, not that long ago. I went and saw uh, Seven Dust and and a few other bands that were with Seven Dust. Mm-hmm. And it was at a it was at a decent sized room, a room that holds like fifteen hundred people. And I don't think there was four hundred people in the room. I think people yeah. are still very nervous about going, and you know they're still they're still hearing the, the you know the scare porn on the news that's telling them that they're going to get sick and die if they if they dare venture out and breathe somebody else's air. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then even as recently as literally last Friday, I went out to you know a bar and had a couple of drinks and whatever. And there was no one in the bar on a Friday night at like 10 o'clock in a town that has two bars. And I was like, right. Whoa, what is going on here? But you know, I, I think people are still, I think people are still a little bit scared to go all in on going back to the way we used to go and have fun. I, exactly. And that's what's terrifying is that people are willing to live out of fear and stay home and not do anything, which I think is worse okay. than than getting sick. I mean, I would rather the, I would rather die than, than spend all my time at home being afraid of something. And I ha- I got COVID three times <clears throat> and. It wasn't because I wasn't careful. It was because I refused to let what possibly could have been propaganda in most cases stop me from from doing stuff. And yeah, it's sad because a lot of people do listen to that stuff. But, you know, during the pandemic, I was going to movie theaters, you know, mm-hmm. I was going to amusement parks, um, anything that was open. And if you live your life in fear, you're not living, you're not doing anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I understand a lot of people are still, you know, staying at home. Sometimes it's because economically, financially, they, they can't um, spend that extra money. They don't have disposable income. I know it's it's difficult for for people to get back out there and, and I just I try to steer away from being political about this stuff. But yeah, I think that that the COVID thing was really dangerous for a certain group of people, people that were older or something with immune systems. I don't know, maybe not healthy to begin with, but it's still, even if I was 85 years old, I I still wouldn't have stayed inside because it's not life. It's not life. Well, yeah, 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 you know, I, I, I too had COVID really bad, like hospitalized COVID and just about died being honest, you know, I, really? I was real, yeah, I was right on the edge and, and, um, luckily came back, but even after, and, and I know where I got it, I got it at a comedy show, just like you were saying, I, you know, you, you either live your life or you don't. And I was like, I'm not letting this get me. And I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that it has not been hard to get back out, you know, after, especially when I know where I got it was out, but I have to push myself to to get back out there because if I'm not, then, you know, 
what are most people doing right now? They're living their lives through what they're seeing on Netflix. And that's bullshit. That's not yeah. living. That's just, that's jail. Yeah, it's jail. And and when I got it on tour, I there was a time where my fever was so high and my head hurt so bad and my throat hurt so bad that I, I probably should have went to the hospital. And at one point I coughed and the amount of phlegm that came up, I started choking on it. Yeah. And I was like choking. Right. Finally, like luckily I was able to somehow you know, like suck it back out. But you know, yeah, I mean it it it's bad. Mm -hmm. But you know, I'm just I'm just the kind of person that, that I, I just say, you know what, if this is gonna if this is gonna do me in, then this is my time. You know, I I I just I just live that way. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I'm not afraid of dying because I feel like if I'm going to die, it's already planned somewhere. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that there's anything. That's just something I believe. But yeah, there was a time where I was, I was um, trying to sleep and I woke up and couldn't breathe and I was choking and I really had to take care of myself. Sure. And, for the you know, luckily this was my third time having it. The first time was even worse, and that was another time where I was thinking I should probably go to the hospital because this is unlike anything I've ever had in my life. But I said, you know what, I'm 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 just gonna stay here. I'm gonna stick it out, and if my body can't handle it, then this is my time. Right. Right. Well, and, and, and you know, I I always say this. It sounds like me and you are kindred spirits, man, because. I'm the same way. It's like being afraid of dying is silly. It's the one thing that's a given, you know, it's gonna happen. So, so, so fearing it is dumb. You're fearing that it's like fearing your next breath, you know, it, it's right. gonna happen. You're not even going to know. Yeah, exactly. You know? you know, And that's hard to contemplate. It's, it's hard for a lot of people to contemplate that are afraid of death is that once you die, you don't even know. There's mm -hmm. nothing to be afraid of because it's done. Yeah. Now I I have really ridiculous fears, but most of them require me living through them. But right. I I have a lot of phobias that are completely like I said the hotel thing are completely I don't know what the word is ridiculous. <laughs> but no, I mean like you know whatever happens happens, and right. you just gotta you just gotta fight your way through it. If it's something that doesn't hit you and get rid of you right away then um, you got to fight your hardest to get through it and move on. Exactly, man. Well, well, dude, obviously, man, you're going to have this new release, Synergy Restored, out in November. Um, what, what in your mind will make this a success? Is it just that people hear it? Is it an X number of streams or sales or record company giving you another one? Or, or what, what will at the end of the day, a year from today, when I talk to you, what's going to have you say, yeah, this was a success or now nah, we didn't get where we wanted to get to. Uh, that's a good question. Cause I'm very concerned with, I've always been a, concerned with the business. I've been looking at numbers and all that stuff since I was 16. You know, I was always curious to find out, you know, my favorite bands and how well they were selling and who wasn't selling and who was going to get dropped and all that stuff. But, you know, at this point, this is the first time in a long time that, that um, 
there's an album, this album's coming out and it's not self-released. I self-released three albums mm-hmm. since this one. And the, the, our first album was such a success that I don't, I don't have any fears. It's kind of like where we went, where we started with this, with this conversation is that I think that word of mouth and a little bit of assistance from a record company that I, which I haven't had a record company for many, many years. Um, I just think that somehow it's just going to work out. Um, I've already started the third album. I mean, um, it's going to be different. Um, I already know the title of it. And I'm just, I just don't have that fear because I don't think that there's, there's anything else like what we're doing. And I, I, I just believe in word of mouth and I have faith in our fans, uh, getting the word out and, you know what? If it fails, you try again. You do another one. Like I said, it's just like life. You get sick. You 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 go on. You move on. And right, right. There's nothing. This band, I think, is gonna exist, um, whether it's a huge thing or not. Um, I believe in it, and the the other guys believe in it. So, whether or not it 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 does what we want it to do or or it becomes huge or whatever it's it's not going to stop so i'm not really as concerned about that as i would have been 20 years ago right on right on well you you definitely don't have (laughs) you definitely don't have a reason to be concerned about the quality of it because like i said it is fantastic it is synergy restored it's out november 4th from 96 bitter beings and um and Darren, where should we tell people to go online to uh, keep up with you and tour dates and all that stuff? You know the obvious, the obvious socials. You know, uh, except for Twitter, um, Instagram, easy to find. Darren Miller official, ninety six bitter beings. Uh, Facebook, um, you can communicate with me. Uh, send me messages on what is it? Messenger. I, I, I get back to everybody. I talk to everybody. If it takes me two hours, I answer everything. Um, the obvious socials, you know, type in the, the name of the band, type in my name, type in anybody's name, and it's going to come up. And okay. um, anybody that's uh, that's familiar with what, you know, uh, I used to do and we used to do in the past is probably going to be happy to hear that sound come back and it'll make them feel good, but it'll make them, it'll remind them of good times when they were, when they were kids and the new fan, the new fans will definitely um, be like, what the hell is this stuff? You know? <laughs> and that's what I'm hoping too. You know, we've already gotten, it's, it's interesting to get messages from people that are like, I have no idea who the hell you are, but <laughs> this stuff is really awesome. And that, that's, really that's that shows you that it's progressing because at first it was like old fans coming up and being like oh cool there's something new out but now it's like i i don't know this song is amazing i don't know what this band is but i had to find out and though that's one that's like the most satisfying thing to hear and that's really the goal sure and that's the only way you can grow i mean there's only so far you can go with people that are already sold right and rock and metal is miss, missing from the mainstream so much right now, mm-hmm. except, of course, of the band, you know, Metallica and all that stuff. But those guys are eventually going to retire 
and, and there has to be some bands that are coming up. So, you know, I just, I just, you know, in my head, I, I manifest things and they usually work out for me. Don't ask me how, why or how, but I just think that, that soon this kind of music as history repeats itself, it's going to swing back around and people are going to get tired of all the crap that they hear on, on TikTok or whatever. And, right. and people are going to start playing rock and metal and classic stuff and new stuff. That stuff's going to end up on TikTok. That stuff's going to end up, you know, on Netflix shows and whatever makes music popular, which I don't know what it is, but my music, <laughs> my music is on Netflix shows. So it is starting to come back. There you go. There you go. Well, it, it needs to come back into everybody's collection by yes. by buying it. I'm going to say I say this in every interview. Actually, buy it. Do not just stream it. Buy it. You know, go to go to Nuclear Blast's website and pre-order it. I'm not sure if the pre-orders are are up yet, but I'm sure they no, they're will up. Be. They're up. We have awesome. We have awesome vinyl for this. We have four different variants. Okay. And that we have um, picture discs and colored vinyl and black vinyl and um, it's. It's already the pre-orders are already doing really well. So uh, the physical copies, I'm not, you know, too concerned because they're already doing very well. And this album is, isn't coming out for another two or three months or whatever it is. But um, the streaming is good, doing good as well. So cool. I, 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 all the concerns that I had before we released anything are kind of starting to mellow me out because it's it's already doing better than I thought it would. Very cool. Well, one more time. It is 96 Bitter Beings. The name of the release is Synergy Restored. It's out November the 4th. And uh, Darren, thanks so much for joining me here on Chris Aker Presents. I appreciate it. And it's good to see you again. Yeah, absolutely, man. After 23 years. <laughs> <laughs> after after a quarter century, yeah. <laughs> that is unbelievable. When you think about time, and it's just unbelievable. But like I said, it's great to see you again and talk to you again. And I don't know how I behaved last time I talked to you, but I hope it wasn't, <laughs> well, hope it wasn't so bad. I'll put it this way. If you'd have been a dick, we wouldn't be doing this today. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was one of the times that I wasn't a dick. I just thank God for that. <laughs> nice. Well,